This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, Episode 510, Part 2 of our interview with Coach Anderson. I'm going to keep this intro short. Go over and join teachhoops.com right now. Go over and buy Dr. Dish. Mention, mention us, and they'll give you $300 off. Go over and leave a review. Do those three things. We'll be super happy. All right, Part 2 of our interview with Coach Anderson. Hope everyone's got their Christmas shopping done. Let's head off to the podcast. We say good job all the time. Yep. You know, and I know, and I know they did the deal on John Wooden his last year where the guys did the, they followed him around and, and did all of his positives, negatives and all that. But I tell my coaches, we are not going to tell, we, we need to tell them why they did a good job. Right. Or what they did. Um, I, I've been around some kids that can run drills perfectly and they try to please you and everything. And then they can't play cause they won't exit their comfort zone. Right. Right. And, um, the only way you can get better is, and, and, and this goes along with the talent code of finding your sweet spot. Well, that, I think it also goes back to the business part, like for, you know, anything in life, you, you know, my, <laughs> you're going to fail. Like the first couple of businesses I started were, poof, you can hear certain, the thud. And you learn, but you learn something from but it. But I learned something. It's like, I learned that, you know, all right, find, find the minimal viable products, spend the least amount of money to see if there's any interest. Don't certain. you? Because the first time it's like having your first team, you think, oh, we're going to win it all. It's like my, your first business, you think, oh, well, what island am I going to buy in the Caribbean? You know, you, you get this unrealistic expectation and then you have to learn like, well, okay, that's not enough. You need to be able to do other things to be able to. to, to Certainly. Do. Yeah, yeah. And it's that growth mindset. I, 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 tell, I always use the analogy, especially at camp. I said, I live about, you know, two miles from school. I said, do you think I can, I always ask my young kids, I said, I take a ball and I said, do you think I can dribble this ball to my house, which is about two miles? And they go, yeah. And I said, when I get to the house, do you think I'm a better dribbler if I do that? And they all look and they, like kind of, yeah. And they go, well, uh, no. 
I go, well, why not? Because you're just walking and dribbling. I go, yes, because I don't put, I'm not pushing outside my comfort zone. If I did this as fast as I could, or I took two balls and I did cross it, you think I'd lose the ball sometimes? You think I could go all two miles and not lose it? They go, well, no. Do you think I would be a better dribbler when I got to the house? Yes. It's like, well, there's your answer. I applaud when they make the mistake. I swear to God. It's like, oh, certainly. Good job. And they look well, at me, what do you mean? I go, you, 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 you want to push to that point of making a mistake. And you should um, say good job to the, it's to the F and, and you applaud effort. Yes. Applaud yes. I said, I'm not applauding the mistake. I'm applauding. Exactly. And I, exactly. and I tell them why I said, that's it. You're pushing yourself. Good job. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever it is, that specific thing. That was a great, but it's like, I don't applaud that you can dribble down and dribble back. Okay. You haven't pushed yourself. Um, so and it was funny. Yeah. We, uh, and we have what we call teach, teach technique mode and then game mode kind of, right. if it makes any sense. And yeah. any, we tell our kids, we try to do at least three reps of everything. Rep one is try to get it right uh, or is to learn it. Rep two is to do it, to do it quicker. And then rep three is to do it faster than you think you can and, and possibly make a mistake. And then, you know, you, that's called, I call that finding your sweet spot. And I don't, and now with what that. What do you call that? I love that. So the first rep Well, is we have teach mode, teach slash technique mode. So when we start a practice, our kids know all I've got to do, I put form, I, I give them a practice schedule every day and I'm going to put a note at the top and um, let me digress here and just for just a second. I put a note at the top that says that they have to read like the first day of camp, we had six seniors. Well, we had to have six seniors at six different baskets. Well, they didn't read the top because we started at 545 in the morning. Right. We came in and did push-ups. <laughs> right. And then we got that squared away. But uh, we start with form shooting. And that's that's teach and technique. And okay. then yep. uh, so when you're doing teach, anytime we're in form shooting or our partner 26 drill or whatever our pre-practice shooting is, that's form and tech. That's, that's teach and technique. Okay. So if you're in teach and technique, you're trying to get it right. And okay. so we're going to say, okay, we're trying to get this right. So if I, if we're in a drill, let's just say what we call oddball shooting, which is our 15 foot come into the key and catch. The first time you're trying to go off your inside pivot foot, a middle school kid, they're trying to get the inside pivot foot, right? Shoot, do it right. Second time, do it quicker. Third time, do it and see yourself break down. <laughs> right. So the first time you're just going really slow. No, not necessarily slow, but trying to get it right. Trying to get it right. So teach and tech, when you're, when we're in teach mode, we're not full go. And then, and then I find in practice and we, we will still do, we don't do hardly any five on O. And I'll tell you one reason you said you, I start off running flex offense. And after I, I went back and watched the films, I mean, I was 23 years old. We weren't screening anybody. Right. <laughs> so we've always put defense out there when we teach, but we also, then we'll say, hey, we're live now. You know, so they have to know when we're live. Just like in football, we're in thud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing, yeah. Yep, yep. And you've got to remind them of that sometimes. So yep. that, that's, that's my – so we have, te we have a teach technique mode, and then, you know, we have the make mistake mode, and then, you know, obviously game mode. So, okay. Um, and then I, I would say the one the, – the third book that I have on here, and I don't know how many of you have read The Four Agreements by Ruiz – um, but, uh, here, this is the five. I just got the fifth. Can you see me? I can't. I see a big T. 
Oh, okay. You just yeah. see a big T. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I have the fifth agreement, but the fourth agreement is uh, Tom. Matter of fact, I was reading it before Tom Brady was, and basically, it it helps you as an individual. Okay. Basically, one of the quotes in there is, you know, like the four agreements are: be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, and that hit me very, very, um, really helped me the most. My first year of being a varsity coach, the second time around. I had two of the worst emails. I had one of the worst meetings and one of the worst emails I've ever gotten in the history of coaching. Right. And remember, don't take anything personally means whatever anybody thinks of you is their problem and not yours. It is. And, it, <laughs> and there's all sorts of stuff in this book. And, and I swear to God, here's what I tell young coaches too. It's like, don't take it personal. Exactly. Uh, you can't be rational with an irrational person. Certainly. <laughs> um, the, the, this is mama bear or papa bear coming out, which will literally eat you before they let anything happen. So they're not being rational at that point. So let them vent, let them tell them their side of the story. But it's not, it, for the most part, I would say 97, 99.9% .9 aren't personal attacks. Certainly. They are literally like, you know, it's a mama bear with two cubs and they're trying to protect them. Certainly. That's all it is. It, it literally is instinctual, I think. Well, and if you, nice. you know, and then, and I don't even know where I had that in here. Um, and it wasn't on books, but one of the, one of the one things that, um, that I've always, uh, you know, I, are we going to get to successes and failures? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that when I get there. I mean, okay. All right. Um, so I that was the third book. Okay. So, um, your favorite, favorite drill, favorite practice drill. Well, if, if I were going to do, if I were going to do one, um, you know, we used to have to have tryouts at, at the freshman level. We had tryouts. We'd have 25 kids come. We're going to keep 12, you know, right. we've got about three or we're going to look and see how they shoot and all that kind of stuff. But you if I see how athletic they are too, yeah, and to see bit. how athletic they are, um, you know, and you can go do, we, we had a few layup drills, but, the one, the one drill we do is some people call it three on three continuous. I call it UCLA drill because it's a John Wooden drill. Okay. Um, three on two with a trailer continuous. Um, so you do the trailer. Where, what do you? Where is the trailer coming? Bring from them in from half court. Okay. You know, okay. The, yep. We got the three guys and the two coming in, and we always start off. We always start off not letting them press. Yep. Okay. Um, and and then to me you can play that for 15 you know for 15 minutes if they told me you have one day to pick a team <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to go watch them shoot around and see what their form looks like right i'm going to watch them shoot a layup i'm going to do i'm going to do a rebounding drill because there are some kids that can just go find the ball and then i'm going to we're going to play ucla <laughs> okay. and you know and it's full court 3 on you know or i would play th full court 3 on 3 <laughs> okay you know, and see, and see what the kids knew. And if I, so if, if I had one drill that I had to do and just teach out of, that would probably be it. I think the game is a three on three. Game. It is. I've said that a million times. It, it is literally, I mean, it, every league until they're in almost late middle school, they should only be playing three on three. To be honest with you, this. you can't hide. You have to play. You can't, you can't hide. You have to be active. It's like, I, I make my guys play three on three. It's like they don't here, do it. Enough. Here is one thing that we did it. There are two drills that I have um, that, that we do at camp that I love and they're called, they're called Bonanza. Okay. Uh, one of them is what we call shooting Bonanza. Um, 
and I, and I ended up doing a three on three bonanza. So hang with me here for a minute. Cause some, you know how sometimes you have to go in and you have to pick teams and say, okay, team one's going to play team two and all this kind of stuff. When you have 15 teams at camp. Yep. So I'm going to get in, I'm going to put two teams at each basket, you guys. And I'm, I bet you've done this. Um, there's one basket that the winner stays. Yep. And they're going to shoot to they're they're going to shoot against each other to three. Okay. If you if you win at the bonanza basket, you stay. If you lose, you rotate clockwise. Okay. And all the other baskets, the winner goes to the next basket and challenges the next team. Your your goal is to get to the bonanza basket and stay right. there and win, and you count the wins. So. We did th- when we do th- we did a th- we did three on three at camp, and so we had and I was in a small gym, so I had two three on three games going on the side goals. The main goal was the was the bonanza basket. So if you wanted the main goal, you stayed. We played two baskets right. or, or as soon as somebody got up two points. So winners stayed at that main basket, and then you just kept rotating them, and then you you kept track of wins that way instead of putting them all out in a middle circle and saying. So anyway, so those those are two, you know, I, I think the three-on-three. Three, and then we use Snow Valley cutthroat rules. If they're not up playing defense, you lost, you're out. Okay. If, uh, you know, if they don't square up, right. we use dribble rule, all that kind of stuff. Oh, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, do you have any of these diagrams that we could share with the listeners? I I can pro- – I, I will work on it. Okay. I will work on if it. I need else, to put them on a piece of paper, Coach. I'll PDF them. I will. Them and blah, blah, I will. Because well, what was the name of the other one that you mentioned that you were going to take a picture of earlier? You said you were going to send me. Oh, oh I got it. Bro. Yeah, I've got it. Oh, the uh, Suns game. The the uh, what? And, and I and I'll take a picture of it. It's uh, okay. Write that down. Is it sun like sun uh, in the sky or sun? As, like no, no. As in Suns, as in Phoenix Suns. It, it's oh, a Phoenix Suns. okay. Um, Bruce Weber called it Suns game, and he diagrammed it for me. Okay. It's basically three on – it's better than three-on-three three continuous. Okay. Because uh, you can be – anyway, I'll, but I'll, uh, okay. I, will t- I will take a picture of that. And, uh, That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'll share it, and I'll, I'll put that on the show notes along with your book. Yeah. I put all that stuff in the show notes. Because usually people are either jogging or in the car or – Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. When, <laughs> when they're listening. So I'll, I, I always put it all down in the well, – and Steve, let me tell you something else that, that I think in teaching that we, most of us, you're 52 and I'm 50. I think you need to learn to embrace technology. Now I carry a pen. The kids make fun of me because I carry a pen up here in my deal all the time. And I have a notebook. Oh, I have a, I have a notebook too, the man. Notes, but I'm telling you, I walk around the track every day while, while my youngest daughter's in weights and I use my notes on my phone. And see, I do, but it's like, I think that gets lost in the noise for me. I have this little black binder that's I, I know, and the size of my hand. I, I have swear to God. And it's like, hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. A couple things. First of all, we would love if you would leave a review, subscribe, and like. Those are nice. Um, we'd also love if you came over and joined teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I promise you, you'll probably get an email with, from me in a, in a video welcoming you within 24 hours. Also, if you're um, wanting to help us with hosting fees and those things, and it doesn't cost you anything, you can go down below and uh, hit our um, affiliate link for Amazon. Every time you go shopping on Amazon, we'll get a small little commission. Um, 
So that's really easy to do. Also make sure, and I don't mention this a lot, make sure you go over and check out our YouTube channel, Teach Hoops. We put, there's thousands of videos over there to kind of help you become a better basketball coach. All right, let's head back to the podcast. And it's like, anytime I'll be walking the dogs and it's like, oh, I like that. And I'll write it down. I, I don't know, but see, I don't always have that with me. Yeah, it literally, it's my wallet and that always come with me. The other thing I do with my in my notes is, like, for instance, I'm going to go to Jim Boone's clinic October 4th. Yep, that'll be great. Clinic. And so you can, if you take a picture of something, you hit download and you can put it right into your notes instead of taking it and uh, trying to find it in your pictures. So where's I, Jim, Jim Boone's where? He's in Arkansas? He is in Arkansas now. He was at Delta State. And okay, uh, yep, that, yep. that just moved his clinic four hours closer to me. I've sat down and visited with him. Quite and, you're where, and you're where? I'm in Kansas, right by Wichita. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. Okay. It'll be, we have school. Long story. We got. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not speaking anything super close. I'm in. A, I'm, in I'm outside Atlanta in September, but that's not. Well, and I saw that, and I am going to try. We're not going to make it this year, but my the seven. Are you speaking on the 720 Sports Group? Is that the? No, I'm speaking of the Legends one. There's a Key Five one that's good too. Okay. That's outside of okay. Atlanta. Um, okay. Mine's well, like September 14th. I'm speaking in one in North Carolina, but that's obviously much farther too. Yeah. And I, I've already flown to one and I'm going to Vegas with my dad in the fall. So I've. Oh, Vegas. My, my wife. Well, just, we're just going to go sit in sports. <laughs> oh, that's good. There's nothing wrong with the crap. I tell people that I always tell, I teach stats. So I say, you know, craps is the second best game ever invented. And yeah. they look at me like, well, Mr. Collins, what's the first? And then I just look at him and then they go, oh, basketball. I go, yeah. There you go. You, you, you figured you it out. Want to learn, I don't, I'm not very good with stats or numbers, and, but I can tell you everything that you can do on a craps table on the right side. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a great thing. Um, all right. So tell me about successes and failures. I always like talking. Okay. Well, and I, and you know, it's, you know, it's funny you ask that. Um, and I, it's not like here, I only put down, um, I put th- down three things for successes, um, right. being right about a kid, okay. being wrong about a kid. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, you, you, you figured it out um, and, and you were right that that kid could help you in that situation. And then maybe, because we all, you have to project in your program. Sometimes you might have been wrong about where a kid was supposed to be. Uh, or whatever, but the parents stuck with you. And I had a, I had a girl my first year, her, you know, I took the program over my, uh, when she was a sophomore, that was just three, four years ago. And, uh, you know, she was only a sophomore and I know she was, she was frustrated because there were a lot of kids getting moved up in front of her, her junior year. She came off the bench, started a little bit and she was the number two vote getter, getter MVP her senior year. Right. Uh, right. We got second in the state and she almost single-handedly brought us back to win it. And right. I, and I was probably wrong about her, yep. but I was also on failures um, being right about a kid. Right. I had a kid, I had a kid at, uh, I had a kid at my old school. That, um, I, I got so mad at him one day in eighth grade, I picked up a book and threw it all the way through the, through to the other teacher's room. And I, I, and he did a whole bunch of other stuff. And I said, you know, in my mind, something bad's going to happen to him later. He killed his parents, <laughs> but that's a failure. Being right about a kid is a failure, <laughs> right? It is being like, wrong about a kid. There's a kid in my house that didn't play in the last game. We lost in, when we lost in tournament. He lives in my house. He was a junior. It's like, 
and it's like the the walks I've had and torn with between myself. It's like, did I not play him because he was my kid? Did I not play him because he wasn't ready? The, but the best thing that's come out of it is like he's like a man on a mission now. Like, let me tell you what I all year he played. I mean, he got 10, 12 minutes. But I was the freshman coach when my son my son played. He played five, well, six quarters a night his junior year on varsity. We right. play six. And then obviously only varsity as a senior. But what I when 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 I released him to, to our head basketball coach, our head boys coach, and our boys program is tremendous. I said, and and I told my JV coach this with my daughter, I said, listen, don't play my kid because it's my kid, but don't not play my kid because it's my kid. <laughs> Right. And it's hard. I'm yeah. telling you, it is like, I'm, I got like 17 podcasts I'm going to do once he's out of the house and go. Oh, certainly. It's well, you ought to have one on, on coaching your kid. It's so hard. It is so hard. I mean, because it's like, it's like there's two little people on your shoulders. Certainly. Sort of God. There certainly. are. And it's like, I think I've gone the other way, to be honest with you. I think oh, yeah. there's no doubt like, that we, and it's like, I, that's not fair to him. So it's like, so I, I, have good got, I have good assistant coaches. I have really good assistant coaches that will, hey, we need him. Hey, we need him, you know, because he can shoot. Like, my son can, sh like, crazy shoot. Like, well, and mine could, too. Yeah. It's something about <laughs> coaches. Spot up. He can only spot up, though. Yeah, but, like, Drew can spot up. Drew's, Drew, and he's taken his game to the next level over the last six months. But it's legit, like, like the new NCAA 22, 23. Awesome. Like, awesome. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, but, and, and then it, it's amazing. Cause the coach, the assistants will go, we need Drew. We need Drew. You know, it's like, I'm going on, oh, you know, it's like, cause I'm looking at the defensive. It's like, oh my God, it's so hard. It's so hard, but it's also been one of the joys in my life to be honest with you. Oh, well, and what I would you say, <laughs> what I would say, if you do that coaching your kid podcast that, that, and you always look back on what you could have done. My son was a great spot-up shooter. I mean, I, I would put him against anybody shooting. Right. You know, we do the five spot. We do the shot, fake one dribble. He could hit everything. Yep. Now, had I been more – had I read growth mindset and talent code prior to him getting right. up to high school, both, both golf and basketball, he needed to exit his comfort zone. He wouldn't shoot with somebody in his face. Yep. And he – he needed to take that next step. And I thought I probably should have had him doing the hop step a little earlier. We yeah. I, that's, the thing is that's where I've gotten with drew now. It's like, I'm, an, a, I'm a one, two guy, but the same thing in golf. He you was, be both. he was, I think, well, I think every situation calls for it, but he was a, uh, he was a really good golfer too. And he was doing really, really well, but we needed to move him farther back. He never made it in college. Cause he just, he couldn't take that next step. Right. Should have. We should have. There's. You gotta. There's. There's all sorts of walls you gotta break through. Right. But, but that's with any kid. That's any kid. That doesn't matter if it's a coach's kid. All right. Any. Uh. Any parting words, coach? I'm gonna. Well, let's talk about your blog and stuff. Well, you know, I don't have a blog now. I put stuff on Twitter all the time. I'm at. Okay. I'm at pick and roll basketball. Okay. Um. And uh, and then I'm on I'm on Facebook as well. Okay. Um, they can send me an email. I have all sorts of stuff that I'll send. I think I sent you our playbook. You did. I'm going to put that. I'm going to share yeah, that with everybody. That's fine. Too. I can care. You know, it, and I hope all the coaches in our area read it and spend all their time worrying about me instead of uh, everyone else. Cause that's one of the things that, uh, I don't know. I'd say, I'd say what, uh, I'd, I'd say what I 
would want to close with is, um, you know, make sure that uh, the key is owning your classroom and your gym. Cause that, cause I thought this was going to be more about like teaching in the classroom, right? You know, own your classroom um, and worry, worry more about your team than everybody else. Um, you know, know thyself, everything from Sun Tzu and all that kind of stuff. And I would, you know, and I would say my, uh, my last thing, and I, one of my favorite Chuck Daly coach uh, quotes is, you know, land the plane. Your job as the pilot is to land the plane without anybody getting killed. And, that, and that's what I tell our, co- our kids. I said, listen, guys, I said, I'm the pilot. There's going to be some rocky roads, but we're going to get this plane landed and landed right. And I think my, my whole goal uh, and I heard this be- before I heard this guy say it on a USA coaches clinic deal is I want our kids to be crying because it's over. Uh, not because they lost their last game. I want them to be crying because yeah, I love their career years over. I mean, and, and hopefully they got something out of it, but you, you never know. You, you have no idea nope. what influence you've had on them until 20 years down the road anyway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. hopefully you've had some. Right. Had. And hopefully it's a positive one. Yes. That's and I, I, I'm going to want to be a kid's last coach is always my thing. You never want to be a kid's last coach. If oh. you can. And it's hard when you're a high school coach. Sometimes you just are going to be. But Certainly. especially in the youth, I always tell my youth coaches, you do not want to be this kid's last basketball coach. Because right. that means like they it. didn't have an experience that they wanted to come back. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. yeah. Never be a kid's last basketball coach. You know, um, you know. It, there's a point where it's like only so many kids can play collegiate, da da da. But in right. the youth, you know, all, all that, all the studies, everything comes back about: Are they having fun? Do they enjoy it? Blah blah blah. You know, it's like no one's gonna remember their fifth grade tournament in June ever. Oh. You know? <laughs> Right. I know. Hey, one other author that I, one other book that really did change me a little bit, and I did okay. that. Uh, Bruce Brown is one of the best writers of how to coach and how to how to treat kids. Uh, okay. Bruce Brown, you said. His name is Bruce Brown, and I have several of um, I have several of his books, and um, he's big on positive conditioning. What's give me? Do you have one name so I can look him up? I'll put him in the show notes. Bruce Brown is his name. That, but do you know a name of, of one of the books? Yeah, there's let me get one. one. There's probably more than one Bruce Brown on Amazon, probably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's kind of like Steve Collins, you know. There's there's lots of Steve Collinses. Um, he's going to look right now. Is my guess. I will put all of this hey, down in the show notes, all the stuff. He's hey, been I will even, I will eat. It's positive. Co- he's in positive, positive coaching coach. alignment. Okay. And it's like coach. You, you send that to me when you send the drills. I, I will. I okay. will. And I'll, I'll try, I'll take a couple pictures of the book, but the okay. one thing that he changed me on is um, he talks about positive conditioning and yeah. we are big on you get to condition and conditioning is a privilege. Right. So if we do it. If we do a drill and like, for instance, when we do our partner shooting, we're at six baskets and we'll say, or we'll say pair up, shoot to 10 and which is an old Bobby Knight deal. You just rebound your own shot. Right. So the first group in, they get to do one push up. The second group in gets to do two, et cetera, et cetera. So 
we never have winners and losers. <laughs> right. We, somebody just gets to do less. And one thing that we do in uh, over Christmas during our boot camp is that. what we call boot camp Please. is we will, uh, the winners get to run, get to run more. <laughs> so if you win your five on five drill, you get to run three down backs or whatever, or three links. And the second place team gets to run two and the third place team only gets to run one. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Right. It does. So you're, so you're, 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 you're using reverse psychology oh, and you're right. also seeing who's going to compete, but we, we don't do that all the time. Yeah. I love that. That's a great change up for that. I love yeah. that. Well, and I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll take a picture of the book and send okay. it. Okay. I appreciate he it. A, he has a drill called eliminator. I know we're getting ready to quit, but. No, it's like I'm dinging. Yeah, yeah, I got I got one in. Um, thank you so much for uh, for being on, Coach. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you an email about your website too. Okay, awesome. Thanks. All right, brother. Hey, right. appreciate it. Yep. Hey, where Bye -bye. can I find? Where can I find this? Find this. Yep. So this is gonna be in a couple different places. I think I'm gonna put it on Coach on Plus. Hey, Coach. I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, make sure you leave a review. We really do love those written reviews. Those five star ones are the best. One stars, you can forget to do it. Also, go over and check out teachgroups.com for coaches who want to get better. Not only is it resources and handouts and videos, it's a little bit of everything for a coach that wants to get better. So go over and check it out. Also, down below, um, click our Amazon link, and uh, that helps us uh, with our hosting fees. I think little, the little things that come up with running a podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.